Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via telehealth and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about our clinic work, the telehealth center, we have brand new telehealth patient options now open and lots of free resources there for you as well. You could check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's Dr. W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E dot com. And listeners, we're giving away free healthy stuff every single month, no matter when you listen to this episode. We're giving away free signed books, free supplements, protocols that we recommend to telehealth patients, and we're actually giving away free telehealth consultations as well. For a chance to win, head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself, or you could take a screenshot of your review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the messages on Instagram, as well as the Apple Podcast reviews themselves and randomly picking winners every single month. And then we'll reach out to you. All right, good luck. Let's get to today's guest. His name is Dr. Nick Bitts. Dr. Bitts is a naturopathic physician that specializes in Ayurvedic medicine. He is a leading voice in the natural products industry and currently serves as Senior VP of Product Development at Neurohacker Collective. His areas of expertise include neurotropics, anti-aging medicine, biohacking, herbology, nutrition, and dietary supplementation. Let's get right to it. This is Dr. Nick Bitts's Art of Being Well. Dr. Nick Bitts, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Dr. Will, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me on. Big fan. Happy to be on your show. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. Something that we see a lot clinically at the telehealth center are people looking to support longevity. So I want this conversation to be really rich for the longevity aficionado, like someone that's really looking for like effective science-backed, maybe more advanced things. But I also want to not leave anybody out. Like let's bring people into the fold of wanting to, to care about longevity and health span too. So that's my intention for today's conversation. And you're the expert in this space. So let's get right to it. Something that I'm fascinated about is the science of senescence and what that means and why we should care about it and senolytic yeah. activity, right? And, and supporting that. So maybe yeah. let's start with defining some basic terms Cellular senescence, what is it and why should we care? All right, big topic. Yeah, we, we can make this as technical as you want or as lay as you want. Let's be as technical as we want, but still make it freaking fun. Let's make it fun because it is, <laughs> this is a fun topic. So cellular senescence is cutting edge anti-aging medicine. It is kind of the edge of the fireball, if you will, kind of where we've arrived 
in terms of what we can do to counter the effects of the aging process. And so cellular senescence is one of the hallmarks of aging. There are 12 hallmarks. These are processes, biological processes that drive the aging process. And senescence is one of them. And so senescence, if you get into the root of the word, it comes from a Latin word that means senex, which basically means old man. And so it, it, what it insinuates then is that it's the process of cells becoming old. And so we know that cells grow old, just like, you know, humans, just like everything we grow old and these cells, as they replicate over time, you accrue damage and, and it, it becomes more problematic. Right. And so generally speaking, after about 50 cell replications, a cell will go into this senescent state and senescent state is kind of this, I'm going to call it a limbo state. So Mm -hmm. it's no longer replicating, but it's still hanging out, lingering inside your body. Yeah. I've heard it called zombie cells. Yes. And so senescent cells themselves are called zombie cells for that reason alone. I mean, they're non-functioning. They're in your tissues, affecting the structure, the function, secreting these compounds they are converting all of their neighbors into senescent cells as well. And so that's why you get that term zombie cells. And so one senescent cell can convert a whole mass of really healthy cells into senescent cells themselves. And so, you know, cellular senescence is normal. You know, cells do this all the time. You know, we have 37 trillion cells inside the body. On average, we are losing about 50 billion cells every day. And so that turnover process that's constantly happening throughout our body can create problems, right? And Mm -hmm. so we become less efficient at turning over as we age. And these senescent cells end up lingering inside our bodies. And that's what creates problems. And so we've learned, number one, that that's a problem. And number two, we've learned how to counter that problem, which is the whole field of senotherapeutics. Got it. All right. So- Maybe someone that's listening to this podcast, they're younger, right? Or they identify as younger, maybe not so much. And they think like this conversation around longevity isn't so applicable to them. Can you talk about why people should care at any age when they're listening to this conversation and maybe some hallmarks of accelerated aging, what's going on, maybe even in their body now at a relatively younger age and they don't even know it? Yeah. So from the moment we're born, we are accumulating senescent cells. There is a moment in time and it's called the threshold theory of senescent cell accumulation, but there's a moment in time where we have this rapid accumulation of senescent cells. And that's clinically when you start to see signs of old aging. However, leading up to that, we're constantly uh, creating, eliminating, accumulating these senescent cells. And so they may or may not be a problem for you. We do Mm -hmm. find that they become a larger problem the older that we are. So generally after the age of 40, that's when we see the manifestation or the clinical phenotype of senescence. But there are things you can do to optimize senescent cell elimination from the body. Again, that is a natural, fundamental, everyday thing that we need to optimize. And Mm -hmm. the body normally gets rid of that in two ways. The first way is through a process called apoptosis. Apoptosis is programmed cell death. These cells have this program where they can actually it basically implode and their parts are recycled by the neighboring cells and a new stem cell moves in and becomes part of the tissue. And so apoptosis is critically important, right? Cells can commit suicide, self-destruct, and you get a new one. The other way is through the immune system. And so the immune system will come, it'll find these senescent cells that arrive in tissues and it'll eliminate them from the body. And so if you have any kind of immune issue, um, again, which is very frequent as the older that we are, but if you have any kind of immune compromise just at any age, honestly, it can impact the elimination of senescent cells. And so you can actually start accumulating them uh, in a very significant manner at a much younger age. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that, are the accelerated aging, a loss of longevity and health span in our world today. So what are the factors that make cells more senescent? Why are we seeing an accumulation of this normal thing, but just it's too much of a normal thing? Yeah. So there's a couple of drivers. Really, there's there's three ways that we, we produce senescent cells. The first is through replication, which I've mentioned. Cells will typically replicate about 50 times, and then they've reached the end of their life cycle. That's number one. The second is just through DNA damage. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're constantly exposed to environmental stressors that, yeah. that are impacting the genome. If you damage any of the DNA and you don't have the ability to repair through autophagy, the cells then will move into that senescent stage, which right. is, you know, innate. And then the third way is through that zombie-like effect. So these senescent cells secrete what are known as SASP factors, which are senescent associated phenotype factors that create inflammation in the body and convert these healthy cells into senescent cells. And so, you know, the body is, is really good at eliminating these things, but, but there's a lot of ways that you can optimize these different ways to make sure that you're eliminating them in the right way. Okay. So how do senescent cells or senescent cell activity show up in specific areas of the body? Like what can people look out for on their body or in their body to know, oh, this, yeah. this is important to me. Like I need to do something about this. Yeah. Well, essentially every cell in the body has its own time clock. It, it has its own life cycle. Some are very short, red blood cells, white blood cells, the lining of your GI tract. And then there are cells that, that never turn over. Neurons in the brain are, are one. So the cells that are turning over a lot in the body, those are the ones that are most influenced by cellular senescence. And those are the ones that we need to pay the most attention to. You know, virtually no tissue is untouched by cellular senescence. So we do find senescent cells throughout the body, obviously more as we age, but they arrive in the brain, they arrive in our lungs, in our heart, in our muscles, our kidneys. They literally are everywhere in the body. Mm-hmm. And we know that generally after the age of 40, maybe 50, roughly about 10% of the body's tissues have senescent cell markers. Mm-hmm. And so they're everywhere and, and they can impact individuals in different ways. So some people will notice an impact in brain function you know, the supporting cells around neurons will, will be influenced by senescence, um, which can lead to loss of memory, can lead to brain fog, uh, inability to focus, you know, just changes in mentation as we age. Other people might notice changes in their muscles. We know that the older you get, the harder it is to stay musculature and maintain your muscle tone. And that's in part because we are building these senescent cells into our muscles, which Mm -hmm. is reducing the ability of these these muscle cells to regrow and rebuild after uh, exercise, for instance. So they're they're everywhere in the body and, and the expression can look differently based upon the individual. Right. And our skin health as well for the, the for yes. the vein of us out there. Right. I mean, brain health. Right. I mean, who cares? <laughs> but some people are motivated by their skin health only. And, you know, yep. so tell people about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so our skin is is composed of cells that go through the, the senescence process, you know, yeah. and the skin cells will move into senescence and they become non-functional. So in essence, what happens is they're taking up space in your skin. They're not doing the things that you want them to do functionally. And you start to see wrinkles. You start to see a loss of skin elasticity. You start to see fine lines. You start to see all of those things that we associate with aging mostly those are related to senescent cells. And Mm -hmm. so one of the benefits of getting rid of these senescent cells as we age is you do see an improvement of skin often. Yeah. Thanks for that. And now we just appealed to everybody, the biohackers. (laughs) Totally. We're all vain. We all want to look pretty, right? (laughs) Biohackers and the beauty fans. Yeah. You've probably heard me talking about Puri recently. It's a brand that I love, high quality, natural food supplements that I recommend to my family and friends. Puri has so many different products like their omega-3 fish oil. It offers a high dose of this therapeutic amount of 2000 milligrams of long chain omega-3 fatty acids. The EPA and the DHA is in the natural triglyceride form. This is a fantastic science-backed blend to support your heart health, your brain health, your eyes, your skin with these clean ingredients. You're going to notice such a difference because the quality is so high. Puri was founded in Denmark in 2009, and Denmark is known for their food safety standards. Every year, Puri receives the highest marks from the supplement unit of the Danish food authorities. And with Puri, every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants with all results published online. So you can see the data for yourself completely transparency. So take the next step to support your health with Puri. I worked with Puri on this amazing deal just for my listeners, 20% off site-wide. Just go to my special URL, puri.com slash Will Cole and use promo code Will Cole. 
This even applies to the already discounted subscriptions. You'll get almost a third off the price. So go to P-U-O-R-I.com slash Will Cole. Don't wait. Use promo code Will Cole at Puri.com slash Will Cole. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. All right. So let's jump into this. I mentioned at the top of the conversation, senolytics Mm. or compounds that have senolytic activity. Can you define that term for people? And let's get into it. Yeah. So this, this is the interesting field. And, and, and this is why we're having the conversation because yeah. not only do we understand this aging process, but there's actually something that you can do about it. And so a senolytic really is any substance that can help the body eliminate senescent cells. Mm-hmm. It was coined in 2015 by scientists from the Mayo Clinic. And they basically discovered two nutrients. One is a drug, dasatinib, and the other quercetin, which is widely used as a dietary supplement, they showed that these ingredients had seen what they called senolytic activity. They got rid of senescent cells from the body. And not only did they get rid of them, they had very broad acting functional benefits. They improved health span, lifespan, they increased cardiac output, they improved bone structure. So they had these really remarkable effects on the body. And so that was in 2015. That really open the door to this whole field of medicine, which I think is just accelerating every single day. We've had a lot of studies since. One study was in 2018 that identified fisetin as potentially the strongest senolytic agent that we know of. And so fisetin has a lot of buzz around it right now as a senolytic agent. There are probably 20 plus studies that are registered right now on clinicaltrials.gov using fisetin as a senolytic agent, trying to figure out exactly how this molecule works. So the field is is just emerging, but mm-hmm. already we know quite a bit. And fortunately, we can extract some of that knowledge to create products that, that provide some pretty meaningful benefits. Love it. All right. So how do they work? Like, What's the mechanism of action for these analytics? They're interesting. So they don't touch healthy cells which is a beautiful thing. So they're safe. Senescent cells tend to upregulate these these proteins that prevent apoptosis. And so they have this unique expression that only senescent cells have to prevent the body from eliminating these cells. And so they linger, they linger Mm -hmm. inside the body. And so if we can go in and disable those proteins, those senescent cells then will go through apoptosis Mm -hmm. or they will then be plucked away from from the body through the immune system, as it were. These molecules, and there are a number of them, these molecules go in, they disable this network of proteins that the senescent cells create, allowing it to go through apoptosis and to be eliminated from the body. Fisetin is a compound that's found in food, right? Certain foods? Yeah. So fisetin is a flavonoid. It's a polyphenol compound. It's found in the diet. It's pretty ubiquitous. You know, Mm -hmm. we find it in strawberries and apples and grapes, Mm -hmm. cucumbers. However, we only consume about 0.4 milligrams per day. Mm -hmm. It's a yellow flavonoid. So it gives a lot of the foods the yellow, much like quercetin, it's yellow. But, you know, the dose that we need to use is much larger than that 0.4 milligrams per day. The studies show that you need about 20 milligrams per kilogram of body weight, which equates to roughly 1400 milligrams of fisetin every single day. And so that would be, in essence, a truckload of strawberries in order to get that dose of fisetin in one day. So they have identified a few sources that are really good for the dietary supplement uh, channel that are very pure, very rich in fisetin. And, mm-hmm. and most fisetin sources that are out there currently are from what's known as the fruit wax tree that comes from Japan. Mm-hmm. And it's just easily the, the, the best way to get fisetin in the concentrations that, that we need in order to have that senolytic effect. 
Got it. All right. So quercetin is another one you mentioned, kind of the re original research around the Mayo Clinic. So yep. what specific, and there's many different forms of quercetin on the market. Like what's your favorite as do any forms of quercetin stand out as far as its analytic activity? Yeah. So, so quercetin is a yellow pigmented flavonoid, just like fisetin. It's found in onions, broccoli, kale, incredibly important for inflammation, health, allergy, health. Uh, you find it all over the dietary supplement space. It's quite useful clinically. The issue with, with quercetin though, is that it is poorly absorbed. And so it's, it's not ideal to just put quercetin in a pill and take it every day. Yeah. You're probably not absorbing and using a lot of that. So we at Neurohacker, we always look at bioavailability. We want to make sure that it's doing what we want it to do. And, and there's a specific form of quercetin called quercifit. And it has this really interesting phospholipid complex attached to it, which improves bioavailability. Um, and the studies, the human studies show that it improves bioavailability by 20-fold. So it is potentially the highest bioavailability of any of the quercetin sources out there. Um, which gives us a lot of confidence to use that in our products because we know it's getting into the bloodstream and it's doing the things that we want. Got it. I've seen studies around turmeric, like different forms of turmeric and curcuminoids and its effect on senescent cells. What's the research though? Is that something that you have found as well? Yeah. So, so curcumin, the active constituent that's found in turmeric, it was identified in that 2018 study uh, that I mentioned about fisetin. It was identified okay. as a senolytic agent. That was the first time that we had recognized that. So it does work in the same way that fisetin and quercetin work. It disables those SCAP network proteins uh, in senescent cells. But the nice thing about curcumin is that we know where it works in the body. And so these senolytic agents aren't perfect. They, they don't work everywhere in the body. They tend to be organ specific or tissue specific, yeah. which we know when you, when you work with botanical medicines, right? You, if you work with ginkgo, you know, it has an affinity for the brain. Mm -hmm. If you work with hawthorn berry, it has an affinity for the heart. If you work with milk thistle, it has an affinity for the liver. Botanicals always have organ affinities. And curcumin has an affinity for the central nervous system and specifically the brain, because it does cross the blood brain barrier. And so we know that it's senolytic and we know that it targets the brain. And so as neurohackers, we were excited about that because we always take care of the brain and everything that we do, every formula that we create, we're always putting a brain element in there because we think that that is potentially the most important aspect of health overall. So curcumin is, is super interesting. It is low bioavailable. And so, you know, the bioavailability wars are alive and well when it comes to turmeric. But I think when it comes to curcumin, it's not always about bioavailability. I do think that there is some really interesting data right now about how turmeric will modulate and shift the microbiome. Mm -hmm. And so in part, that's how it's working. You know, yeah. maybe it doesn't even need to get into the bloodstream. It's, it's shifting the microbiome and then it's having that physiologic effect in the body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. So if you can get around the bioavailability issue, great. I'm, I'm not convinced that, that you necessarily have to with curcumin overall. But the nice thing about the, the various curcumins that we work with, in particular, we work with one that's called Longvita. It has that affinity for the brain. So we know it is getting into the brain and there are human studies showing that it does. Got it. Any other compounds that you find that people should look out for and really know, hey, this is a, an effective science-backed formula. What's some other natural compounds that you're excited about? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ayurveda. That's, that's my background. I'm always interested in anything that's Ayurvedic. There is a plant called Indian long pepper. It's really the cousin of black pepper, yeah. long history of use, widely used in a formula called Trikatu, which means three spices. And it's, it's really super heating. It's a very hot botanical, mm. but we know that that's senolytic, you know, and, right. and again, it's been used for thousands of years. So it's completely safe. So if you can extract the main constituent, which is known as Piper longumin, mm. it really helps to complement these other senolytic compounds overall. So I'm excited about that. You know, Piper longumin has an affinity for the lungs. It also has an affinity for the reproductive organ. Mm. So, you know, I surmise that those botanicals, that senolytic action is getting into those organs specifically. Again, more research is needed in that area, but that is the nature of botanical medicine. So 
You know, there, there's luteolin is a, kind of the cousin to quercetin. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of that as well. Uh, molecularly, it's almost identical. And we know it impacts the scap networks in the same way. So, you know, overall, I'm, I'm excited about a lot of interesting natural compounds that, that, yeah. are, that are senolytic. And a lot of them are just polyphenols. So the colors, the plant pigments that you're eating every yeah. day, they're turning out to be senolytic. I love it. Have you heard about Bond Charge? It is a brand that we recommend to telehealth patients for some very specific aspect with their protocols. I'll tell you all about it. But Bond Charge is this holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Focused on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adopt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list is endless. From blue light glasses to red light therapy to EMF management and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern-day way of life effortlessly and with maximum impact. My favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I mean, we recommend other products of theirs to telehealth patients, but the infrared sauna blanket from Bond Charge is a great tool to increase circulation, to support detoxification pathways, improve mood, improve sleep, so many different things. And we're working on patients that are struggling with detoxification. This is a great supportive tool within your toolbox. The sauna blanket from Bond Charge heats up quickly quicker than other ones on the market. It's easy to clean. All you do is just wipe it down with a damn cloth. It's sleek and a lightweight design. It's low EMF compared to other brands. It has some of the highest temperatures compared to other brands as well. It's simple and quick to set up and it's stored away very easily. So I have patients that are in apartments or travel a lot. This is something that's accessible for people no matter who you are. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. Free shipping on every sauna blanket with no hidden costs. Easy returns and exchanges, 30-day trial, 12 months warranty. Go to bondcharge.com slash willcole and use coupon code willcole to save 15% off. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash willcole and use coupon code willcole to save 15%. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. This time of year, people are inspired about all things wellness, right? Which I love it. You know, if you're waiting for the right time, it's now. And many people ask me, what's an easy on-the-go snack that tastes good, but also loves me back? A brand that I love that fits all the criteria, that checks all the boxes, is IQ Bar. So if your 2024 resolutions involve leveling up your diet, start right with IQ Bar's brain and body-boosting bars, hydration mixes, and the mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. So you can get seven IQ Bar flavors. You can get four IQ Mix flavors and four IQ Joe flavors. You can try them all and thank me later. Today, our listeners get an exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping. Just text ABW to 64,000. IQ Bar is a plant protein bar that is a quick, convenient, diet-friendly, no matter how you eat, has brain-boosting ingredients, so an easy on-the-go breakfast, snack, afternoon pick-me-up. They also have other products like the IQ Mix that you can have in the first thing in the morning that has some electrolytes or after workouts. Or they also have the IQ Joe, which is a kind of a functional coffee blend with really good ingredients. Refuel smarter in 2024 with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. Again, that's seven IQ bars, four IQ mix sticks, four IQ Joe sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ bar products, plus get free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text ABW to 64,000. Get your discount. Text ABW to 64,000. That's ABW to 64,000. Uh, the reason why I had you on the show, obviously you're an, an expert in longevity, health span. You mentioned neurohacker, like looking at nervous system longevity too. And I, I use personally a product from you all and the brilliance that you that you put out in the world. It's the Senolytic formula from Qualia. And it has a lot of these ingredients in it. It has actually every single one at these therapeutic doses that you're talking about that's in the clinical research. Yeah. But what I love about this, and I've been taking it for a while, 
before I, we had you scheduled for the podcast. And I only do six capsules, two, two days, and then I just do that once a month. And that's what your recommendation is, that specific protocol. Can you explain why that is, like that methodology and science behind that, behind that sort of pulsed or intermittent dosing? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, this has been a very surprising product for Neurohacker. You know, we've been in the brain space for, you know, since 2015, and, and we're really well known for quality of mind. We have a product called Quality of Life that's for healthy aging. And so we've dabbled in the longevity anti-aging space, but this was super cutting edge. And, and we were worried that people just wouldn't get it. And this product has just taken off. I mean, we just, we can't even keep it in stock. And it's been a, a complete surprise for all of us. But there, there's a lot of science that, that went into it. You know, this was developed over the course of two years. And it, it, in essence, what we've did is we cherry picked the best natural compounds that are senolytic in nature. And so we ended up with these nine botanical extracts, you know, seven of which have proven senolytic activity and two of which are novel that we've kind of invented given some of the mechanisms of actions that we've been able to identify. The product is this like beautiful yellow color when you look at the capsules. So it's just rich in those flavonoids. But to your point about the dosing schedule, it is very unique and it is, it's designed to be taken six capsules on day one, six capsules on day two, followed by a four week break. And so it's kind of this short-term cleanse. You know, it's not a heavy lift. It's something that you can do any day of the week. You know, you don't need to be, to be fasting. You don't have to do it on a weekend. You can take it at any, any two consecutive days and then you rest. And so the whole philosophy around that dosing regimen is based in the science. And so this is mm -hmm. how senolytics are used. It's called intermittent dosing, which a lot of the experts in this space call the hit and run approach. <laughs> So you basically, you hit these cells hard and then you, you let the body relax and, and kind of move back into homeostasis, if you will. Mm -hmm. So these synolytics don't need to be used continuously. In fact, there are studies looking at the differences between continuous everyday dosing and this intermittent dosing schedule. And the intermittent use was much more powerful overall. Mm -hmm. And so when you get into the clinicals, you'll see that this is how these compounds are being used. And mm -hmm. so this is why we designed the product in this way. And it's proven to be a success. Mm -hmm. It's certainly, you know, we're, 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 we're putting a lot into each and every pill. So taking mm -hmm. six per day is giving you a whopping dose of senolytic action, but it's nice. You don't have to continue to do it day in and day out. Yeah. I love that. It's convenient. It's practical. It's something that anybody can do to support yeah. these longevity pathways. So what's the clinical research showing with this specific like synergistic effect of these analytics. Yeah. So this is, this is exciting. We actually just finished a really big clinical study on this product. So at Neurohacker, we always do beta studies on all of our products. It's very unique for the dietary supplement industry. You don't find a lot of products that are clinically tested as finished products, but we always run studies before we launch a product, which is unique. So we want to make sure that it's, it's tolerable and then it's efficacious. So if we're putting a claim on a label, we want to make sure that we have science supporting that finished product and that claim. And so, you know, right now there is no reliable biomarker for senescent cells. There's no lab test either. So there's mm -hmm. nothing that we can use that unequivocally identifies senescent cells in the body. So when you do a senolytic regimen, you can't do a blood test before and after that would show that you have, you know, 150% decrease in senescent cells. That's not available to us yet. You know, the, the, the most direct measure that we have is muscle biopsy. And there's an ingredient in our formula that actually used that in one of their clinicals to show that it removes senescent cells, which is remarkable, uh, but very high force. I, I, we don't want to be taking muscle biopsies from, from everybody taking yeah. it. So what we did is we, we stepped back and we decided to look at much broader systemic outcomes, mm -hmm. specifically measuring the changes in tissues that are commonly affected by cellular senescence, the joints being first and foremost, you know, the joints have chondrocytes, fibroblasts, immune cells, and the thial cells, all of those contribute to the structure and function of, of joints. And all of them are susceptible to cellular senescence. And so we wanted to make sure that it had a broad outcome at least. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's kind of where we started. We started with N of one experimentation 
looking at all the forums online, you know, tapping into the biohacking community, listening to what they're doing and some of their experiences, really doing a deep dive into the research, rating all of the ingredients, you know, based upon what's available to us in terms of what we think is going to be best. And then we created a formula that we designed a beta study for. And beta study, it just means we basically are running an open label preclinical study before the product is launched. And we did two studies, two separate studies. Just in short, the first study was looking at joint function, and it showed that there was a roughly a 50% decrease in, in discomfort in joints. So that was exciting. We were like, yeah. okay, that's, that's cool. That's yeah, a good amazing. start. And then the second study, we, we used a questionnaire that's known as SF36, a widely used questionnaire in, in, the, in the realm of research, but it's looking at quality of life measures and, okay. and some physical and emotional aspects. And we saw some amazing things there. So with those two beta studies in place, we launched the product and we decided like, let's design a full-blown clinical study, a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled study, which is really the gold standard for evidence, as you yeah. know. And what we did over the course of one month, we gave them three different doses. You know, we basically did six pills on two consecutive days, followed by uh, two weeks. And then mm -hmm. we did it again. And then we did it again. So we kind of crunched our dosing regimen a little bit more just for ease of use. Mm -hmm. And what we found is our primary endpoint, which was joint pain, was significantly reduced. We had a 68% decrease in joint wow. discomfort. And, and that's enormous. I mean, when you get into the research on like, let's just say turmeric and Boswellia, right? Mm -hmm. Those are like the gold standards for yeah. joint. This far outpaces it. I mean, yeah. generally speaking, after a month, what you find is a 30 to 40% for those two ingredients. Wow. And so we're at a 68% decrease in joint pain specifically. Yeah. So and then I think of it as just like a check engine light for the systemic effects that it's having. Mm -hmm. Like those are the things they're noticing, let alone the things they're not noticing and it's proving their health. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the risk of having senescent cells is that you have this low level chronic inflammation throughout the body. Right. So senescent cells are secreting SAS factors, right? And it gets, it gets released systemically. And so over time, and especially as we age, you just have this persistent inflammation effect in the body. Mm -hmm. So you are getting the local effect, but you are getting the systemic effect as well, mm -hmm. which is, which is really fantastic. So yeah. really excited about those clinical results. That's brand new. I think you're the first to hear it actually. Hey. Newsworthy um, right here on the article. There you go. Thanks, so Doc. We're, we're now designing other studies, looking at skin health, as you mentioned. We're designing studies around immune health because we know the immune system becomes senescent as we age. So it's important to get rid of those cells and repair mm -hmm. the immune system, brain health, as well as other measures here in the coming months. So really exciting stuff. I know in the formula, there's, I think it's called Synactive, right? It's like a ginseng yeah. extract with a fruit extract. Can you explain that and why it's in the formula? Yeah. So Synactive is great because it's actually been studied as a branded ingredient for its senolytic effect. And so it's a blend of two different botanicals. One is noted ginseng. The other is a chestnut rose. So well-known adaptogens, long history of use, but when you combine them together, you get this ingredient that's called Synactive. And Interestingly, they, they gave this ingredient to aging individuals uh, before exercise in a one-time dose. They did a muscle biopsy before and after intense exercise, and they showed that it decreased the senescent cell load specifically in muscles. And, and so it, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, I, I wouldn't have raised my hand to say I want to participate in that study, <laughs> but, but people did, and the results came back super significant, and, and there's really nothing else like it. I think it's just, as I mentioned before, I think it's very interesting because as we age, we don't get rid of senescent cells in the muscles in the same way. And mm -hmm. so that is in part why we can't keep and build new muscles. And so if we can go in and, and eliminate those senescent cells from muscles, that gives us that youthful ability to, to regrow and to uh, build muscles as, as we're aging. So it's, it's remarkable. It's really exciting stuff. Something that I've drank for years, probably at this point, 20 years or so, probably more than that, is kombucha. I was an earlier adopter of kombucha, at least here in the States, right? A brand that I've loved recently, the past few years, is Hum Kombucha. I freaking love this stuff. So don't just drink whatever, guys. Drink better with Hum 
you can enjoy a low-sugar kombucha, a zero-sugar kombucha, and the first Whole30 approved kombucha, or a probiotic seltzer and soda. There's so many different options. Hum beverages are packed with 2 billion live probiotics to support a healthy immune system and optimal gut health. Plus, it's loaded with vitamin B12 to give a great boost of energy. Hum beverages are absurdly tasty. They're flavor forward, easy to drink, and come in a variety of delicious flavors. If you're looking for a delicious dry January drink, or let's go a little on a limb and say a dry 2024. Are you up for it? Hum has got you covered with a variety of zero to low sugar kombuchas and tasty probiotic seltzers and sodas to choose from. Hum will start your new year off with a bang. Visit humkombucha.com and use code Dr. Will Cole for 15% off your total order. You can find Hum on Amazon for free shipping with Amazon Prime and delivery to anywhere in the United States. So by now, you've heard about Senolytics. If not from this episode, from this podcast as a whole, but definitely this episode. Senolytics are freaking awesome, aren't they? These class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago. These are one of the biggest discoveries of our time for promoting healthy aging and enhancing your physical prime. Your life goals and your career and beyond require productivity. But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's why I love Qualia Senolytic. These products are things that I use personally. I recommend to telehealth patients as well. These science-backed ingredients that can help you feel years and years younger in a matter of months. I believe it because I see it myself and I see it on patients' quality of life and I see it on patients' labs as well. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells are these zombie cells They are a normal part of aging, but because of our messed up modernity life, we have this accumulation of excess senescent cells, which are releasing these inflammatory proteins. They can be old and worn out. These senolytic cells are not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they're taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senolytic removes those worn out inflammatory senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in your body. Just take it two days a month. That's all you have to do. It has a 100-day money-back guarantee. Resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash Will Cole for up to $100 off and use code Will Cole at checkout for an additional 15% off. What the heck? Get on it, guys. That's neurohacker.com slash Will Cole for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. Going back to the clinical trial that you talked about, I'm assuming that was the dose that I take, right? It's six capsules twice a day. Was it that? Should we take more for? No. So, no need yeah, to do so that. that was the dose. It's the same product. Okay. The finished product that we tested, six capsules on day one, six capsules on day two. You know, when it gets into the dosing, the younger you are, probably the less you need this type of product. You know, you can do it maybe one time per year as a cleanse, or you can do it seasonally. Or, I mean, you can be proactive and you can do it every single month. Mm. It certainly becomes more important as we age and the older that you are. So, you know, from my parents who are in their 70s, I'm recommending that they do this every single month. And so, you know, I'm in my my, my early 40s. I have taken the product, I'm going to say eight times, and I've been doing it every single month. So, I take it every it, month and I'm yeah. in my early 40s too. So we're on the same page there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 80s babies, come on. <laughs> Dating ourselves. Tell you. Yeah. Beyond the clinical trials, let's go to the just anecdotal end of one experiment. Like, what are you hearing from users of this formula? What are you hearing on the on the from your consumers? It's it's amazing how how widespread the the experiences are there's there's not any one thing joints i would say are the most noticeable but but i'm wondering if that's because that's where we started the science and so people are aware of that and so they're maybe paying attention Mm -hmm. we definitely notice changes in skin Uh, a lot of people say that their skin has just transformed 
you know, somewhat similar to like a collagen supplement, as it were. You notice just changes in ability to exercise, changes in your ability to recover from exercise. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's a variety of things. I, mm-hmm. I personally notice the most in, in terms of just brain function overall, mm-hmm. cognition. And that's what I noticed initially after even one dose, the, the two days. But the more I take it to, the more I just feel clear. And so, you know, I, I don't know that there's anything that people should expect with the product. It really depends on where you are accumulating those senescent cells. And everybody's mm-hmm. unique in that. Yeah. All right. Can we talk about these terms that we use within the functional medicine, longevity space, people may hear them on podcasts or books or, you know, articles, things like that. It's the connection between, and you mentioned autophagy in this conversation, but is there any connection between senolytic activity and autophagy? And then maybe even sirtuins, like sirtuin research and these sort of guardians of the genome, these DNA protectors, is there any connection here or is one happening without the other? They're related. So autophagy means self-eating. And in essence, it's it's the process by which cells repair themselves. They they eat up the bad parts of themselves so that they can then renew themselves, mm-hmm. the components, the cellular components. So autophagy, we know you can activate in, an, in a number of ways, right? By mm-hmm. eating less, by fasting, by exercising. There are certain compounds that push autophagy it's critically important. And if cells can't repair themselves, obviously then they move into senescence. Yeah. So there are two very distinct things, but if you can support autophagy, you are then supporting or, or countering really the process of cellular senescence. And so it's important to do a senolytic as well as supporting autophagy because they're helping the body both repair and, and then eliminate those senescent cells over time. Got it. And how about the sirtuins? Like, I know that all this is like cutting edge, like longevity stuff, yeah. but like, I'm assuming, cause I've even seen studies with some of the ingredients within the formula that we're talking about that obviously are senolytic, but also I've seen studies with them activating autophagy pathways and these other longevity pathways. So in my mind, like I'm not a researcher, but I'm a clinician and I'm assuming that there's some overlap between these cascades of these pro longevity pathways. Yeah, it's it's hard because they're trying to tease them out so that we can understand each one as an individual stream. Yeah. But but there's so much overlap, you know, and we we've had customers say, "Well, I'm taking this product and it's removing the senescent cells, but is it also preventing the oxidation, like mm-hmm. free radicals?" Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Yeah, I mean, if it's doing all of that, you know, mm-hmm. but of course we're talking about senescence specifically, but it mm-hmm. is giving you antioxidant action as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, these, these, these compounds are really powerful. And I think they're impacting all 12 hallmarks of aging. Mm-hmm. We know that the hallmarks of aging um, are, are interrelated and, mm-hmm. and they're bi-directional. So if you can impact one thing such as DNA damage or telomere shortening or autophagy, it's going to impact cellular senescence. And likewise, mm-hmm. if you can impact cellular senescence, it's going to feed into those things. And so twins certainly feeds into at least some of the primary causes mm-hmm. of DNA damage. And so they're all interrelated. I wish I had a better answer for you, but yeah, th- these compounds certainly, I think are doing, certainly impacting all of these things. They're not just impacting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. The body's interconnected. And in our minds, we like to look at like, that's just this pathway, but there's this synergistic effect that's happening. And we're just yeah. beginning to understand like the breadth of what's going on, the complexity, I think, of what's going on here. But all signs, I mean, the research that we have, like you're saying, is so exciting. People need to really get, I mean, this is, we're living in such an awesome time where we used to think, oh, it's just aging and there's nothing we can do about it. But now we really can have agency and be proactive when it comes to, extending and supporting our health span, right? Absolutely. There are things you can do today that that can have significant uh, impacts tomorrow. And so that's the important thing. You can be in control of your health and you can really put a dent in the aging process through some of this emerging research that is brand new. And Mm -hmm. again, in five years time, we're going to know so much more and we're going to be able to dial in these formulas even more and that's certainly, you know, at Neurohacker, that's what we do. We're constantly watching the science and we're adapting our formulas based upon new emerging research. So our, our qualia senolytic formula, no doubt, will change in the next year or two, given some of the new research coming out. 
I love that. All right, so we're talking about the different natural compounds to support these longevity pathways, a, a confluence of them. But are there any other maybe food changes you would recommend? Any maybe ex- specific types of exercise, mind-body practices, biohacking, like anything within the space that you're really geeked out about that you wish more people knew about when it comes to supporting longevity? Yeah. I mean, if, even if we just stay on the senescent train, uh, you yeah. know, there, there are things you can do that are not supplement related, you know, exercise it's number one, right? It's probably only mildly senolytic. It helps to prime the removal of senescent cells from the body. But, you know, the human studies show that it can reduce the biomarkers of senescent cell burden. So mm-hmm. critically important. We all know that exercise more fasting, mimicking diet, or even fasting again, helps to prime the body for the removal of those senescent cells. You know, again, as I mentioned previously, one of the ways that we get rid of senescent cells is through the immune system. And so I, that for me just really opens up that idea of like, we all need to be supporting our immune system and not necessarily to fight colds and viruses that, you know, these things that are floating around during the winter, but to help the body get rid of senescent cells, which is a normal part of, of what we do day in and day out. The immune cells, they become senescent as we age. It's called immunosenescence. And so we need to take care of our immune system because it ages over time. And so mm-hmm. that's critically important. And I know we could have a whole show on what to do for your immune system, I'm sure. Some of my top shelf ideas would be, you know, vitamin A and vitamin D3. I'm a huge fan of beta-glucans from medicinal mushrooms. You know, there's so many different things. A spore probiotics, enormous in this area as well. Got it. So vitamin A, do you find like one form, like a, a precursor antioxidant, like beta carotene or like a more retinol approach, maybe both? Like, do you have any preference there? Yeah. So your body uses uh, the, those two forms differently. Uh, I, we, I wouldn't recommend a beta carotene form. I would move into the retinol form. And that's where you get that, that clinical improvement of the immune system. And we recommend generally, you know, a big dose and then tapering it down. But vitamin A, everybody has heard about it. We know about it. I'm just really impressed with how beneficial it is when people start taking it orally, especially in the winter time. So I think it's underused, but I, I would stick to the active form, not the the food form, if you will, the beta carotene. Yeah, right, right. And it, people are getting nervous about it, right? Because they hear like, oh, you can't have, it's the toxicity. They're worried about the toxicity yeah. of these fat-soluble vitamins. I don't know if you want to kind of talk about that and any precautions or I mean, ease any apprehensions. Yeah, it, it is a good point. And again, all these things you should work with the primary care practitioner to make sure that uh, there are no side effects that are unwanted. But, you know, the, the fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, K, these things do build up in tissues, sometimes not a lot, but in some cases they can, and that can be problematic. You know, it's recommended not to take vitamin A if you're trying to become pregnant. It's not good for the embryo. And that's, in my mind, that's the major contraindication for vitamin A itself. But vitamin A is something that you need, you know, that has a DV. So you need to get at least the baseline amount on a daily Mm -hmm. basis. You know, it's interesting when you get into the science of vitamin D, there's a lot of people doing D every day. I am a little bit worried about that. Vitamin D, how it works in the body physiologically is that it opens up gates in the gut so that you improve the absorption of calcium. And so if you're doing vitamin D every day, you can overcalcify the body, specifically the muscles, the pineal gland, different parts of the body that aren't the bone. And and that can become problematic. And so I always recommend doing vitamin D3 with a K2 supplement. That combination is critically important because K2 helps to guide calcium into the bone specifically, Mm -hmm. not the arteries. That's something to be mindful of. And I'm finding more and more products now that have that D3 K2 combination, which is great. Yeah, that's what we recommend and have yeah. to. And, and it, it's people are, if they're deficient in D3 and A, they're going to be deficient in K2 anyways, which is yes. beyond its synergistic effect with D3. I find it's just the research around K2 and its regulation of inflammation and immune system modulation in and of itself, like by itself is really compelling too. And I'm going back to your point with vitamin A, like that's why focusing on food, everybody, like just getting adequate amounts, don't fear true vitamin A, like Doc said, yeah. like we need yeah. vitamin A. Now taking mega doses of retinal palmitate or mega doses of like some, you know, a, a, what was it? People taking a cod liver oil. If you're taking the 
regular amount, that's fine, but you're taking high doses of it, then like we're talking about here, be smart about it, be judicious with it, talk with your doctor, especially if you're trying to become pregnant or pregnant. But otherwise I think, and I maybe I'll ask you, like, do you agree that most people they are not having enough of these things? I want you to at least have optimal amounts and more isn't always better though. 100%. Yeah. I mean, the Costco mentality of more is better. <laughs> it doesn't always work. No. Uh, so yeah, our recommendation at Neurohacker is, is to do things in pulses and to not do too much. So just to make sure that you're getting these nutrients on a, on a, at least on a weekly basis, it's critically important. But if you start relying on a, a mega dose vitamin every single day and you're doing it for months at a time, you basically, your body will, will shut down, you know, the physiology shifts and it just starts relying on that product specifically. So it, it's important just to do a small absorbable dose um, mm -hmm. and, and to use it, you know, when you can, I, I generally will recommend using supplements, maybe five days per week. Um, and then on a weekend for two days, take a break. And so that just allows your body to kind of reset and regain homeostasis and, and to just balance itself and, and not become a physiologic invalid, you know? Mm, I love that. Really. I love that Paul sort of supplement holiday, so a supplement siesta. <laughs> totally. Yes. <laughs> All right. So as you know, the podcast is called the art of being well at the end of the episodes, we have your art of being well. This is Dr. Nick Bitz's art of being well. First question is what is the most disgusting healthy food that you eat. It tastes gross, but you still have it because of the, the science behind the nutrition. Oh, such a good question. Well, you know, you have one of these. We us freaks always have at least one. It's for sure. I mean, mine's probably not like gross and disgusting, but maybe apple cider vinegar. Yeah, that works. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it kind of fits in that category, you know, and yeah. I, I use that daily. I use it every night before dinner. You know, I have a, a two ounce little shot. And it, it's, it was disgusting several years ago, <laughs> yeah. but now I crave it and I, I just, know. I need that. And it, it certainly, it wakes up my digestive fire. It's critically important to, to my health regimen right now. Yeah. I agree with you. Like it's something that I, it's so normal for me, but you take the average person off the street and give it to them. They will, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. They'll get like that response from, right. you know, yeah. trying it. Yeah. Yeah. Any specific, I know there's so many different things on the market, apple cider vinegar. You want to get the one with the mother, right? Is there any like pro tips there with ACV? Just stay away from the gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Worthless, absolutely pointless, but you need to taste it. And that therapeutic action starts in the mouth. So don't get it in a pill. Don't avoid that, that astringency, that bitterness, you know, that, that flavor up front, that's the medicine. And that's what stimulates the whole digestive process downstream. And so I'm a huge fan. I've used Bragg's. I, I don't know that I've, I've used any other brand. I, I've, I've loved Bragg's forever. And so I've used that for years. Yeah. I think Bragg's, she has like the, the, the monopoly on ACV in the health world. Yeah. I think it's like everybody just has hers. Yeah. So, and you want to just a little pro tip here too, is like di typically we would recommend diluting it. Like don't want to burn your esophagus, but yeah, you can, there's different ways of taking it, but I would start with diluting it. What do you say, Doc? I agree. I agree. It just kind of cuts it. I, over time, I don't think that you need to dilute it okay. unless you have some sensitivity. But as a starting point, I think that's that's yeah. incredible. We don't nice. want to like hurt anybody, but just like, yeah. yeah, be easy. Start off low and slow. Again, talk with your doctor if you want to talk about, about apple cider vinegar. And your yes. conventional doctor will stare at you and then make, make you feel crazy. <laughs> but all right. So let's next question. What is... What's your like dream vacation? Money's not an issue, like anything. What, what would you pick? Well, so it's funny. So I, I just got back from Kauai. My, my little daughter was swimming over there at an invitational. And so I checked that off, which was great. But I was talking with my wife and we were revisiting our travels that we've done previously. And we both agreed that Iceland is Ooh. like, it's the spot. And so we, we have spent some time there previously, but it was just otherworldly. And it was such a beautiful experience. The land, the people, the food, you know, there's hot, they call them hot pots all over the place, like little hot tubs and, 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 and people are just soaking, you know, in them all day long, you know, rather than going to a bar, everybody's just hanging out in their swimming suits at the hot pots <laughs> and, and just, you know, having conversation. And that's just what you do there. And, mm -hmm. and, and so being able to do like the, you know, the hot plunge, cold plunge, you know, contrast therapies, 
we had such a good experience. So I, you know, that for me is the end all and be all. I, I'm hoping that I, in the next 12 months that we can get back there. I, I love Iceland. I don't know that I could live there. Great place to visit. That's awesome. Other than the supplements we talked about today, is there anything else that you take just on a daily basis that supports your health? Yeah. I mean, I, I have a pretty extensive regimen. I'm, I'm a huge fan of ashwagandha. Again, my, my background's in Ayurveda. Ashwagandha is the perfect complement to my body type. And so Ayurveda is all about body types and food energetics, botanical energetics. And so I'm a vata. And so the way to create balance in vata is by imbibing, ingesting botanicals and foods that are warming, calming, and oily. And that is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is the antidote to vata. It's incredibly calming. I, you know, I do upwards of two grams on a daily basis now. It just really helps to buffer the effects of stress. And it certainly helps with, you know, testosterone production. It helps with sleep. It helps with mood. I mean, there's almost nothing that it doesn't touch. So I'm a huge fan of ashwagandha. But what, what I would recommend for everybody is finding a body type appropriate adaptogen. Not every adaptogen is quote unquote non-toxic and suitable for every person. Again, if you're a pitta and you, you tend to run hot, you know, you're wearing t-shirts in the middle of winter when everybody's in sweaters. If you take ashwagandha every day, you're going to be overheated and you, that's not good. So you want to do something that's cooling, like a, a rhodiola. Rhodiola is cooling, it's stimulating, it's drying. You know, there's also some of the ginsengs, there's also shatavari. So there's there's a whole spectrum mm -hmm. of adaptogens, but finding the right one for you is critically important. Thank you for that tip. How does someone find out their dosha, like their body type? Yes. Where, would they, where would we figure that out? Well, I, it's, it's a tough question. It, the, so the, the easiest way is to get online and do a questionnaire. Some of the questionnaires are, are pretty good. You know, maybe there are 20 or 30 questions. And at the very end, it'll tell you that you are a vata, pitta, body constitution. And then here's what you need to do on a daily basis. A lot of them are inaccurate and, right. and they're certainly missing a lot of the subtleties. So easily the best way is just to work with somebody who understands Ayurveda, you know? And, and so generally speaking, I'm, I can look at somebody and immediately be like, this is your constitution. And pulse diagnosis is critically important, you know, face, tongue, mm -hmm. listening to somebody's history from all of that, you know, exactly what people need to be doing energetically to balance their own body type. Yeah. So for people that don't know, I mean, Ayurvedic medicine is ancient Indian medicine and similar to diagnostic measures as traditional Chinese medicine. But the difference is, I mean, the, 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 I guess the description of the findings are different. Is that a fair way of saying it? It's, it, there's a lot of overlap with traditional yeah. Chinese medicine. They just use different language, different language, right? In essence. Yeah. Right. Got it. All right. What's a book that you've read? It could be fiction, nonfiction that like you just thought after you finished reading it, man, people need to read this. So I, I have been obsessed since I was a little boy with magazines. Like I can go to Barnes and Noble and just, you know, <laughs> digest every magazine that's on the shelf. And, yeah. and so I, I still love magazines. With that said, I, I rediscovered a book of writings from Shambhala Sun. Um, Shambhala Sun was my favorite magazine growing up, and it's a, a Buddhist a magazine that was coming out monthly and then quarterly and then annually, and then they discontinued it. But it was, had some of the best articles, and, and it really is Buddhist-focused, if you will. There's a lot of articles on Ayurveda and, and, and yoga and, and, you know, different metaphysical thoughts, but, but I loved those articles and I recently found a book. And so I've been going through that book, rereading a lot of these old articles that I read when I was in high school. I love uh, it, so, man. Yeah. Shambhala Sun. I love it. And I think I found someone just as nerdy as I am because I was always in high school. I'd go to Barnes and Noble and get like a pile of magazines and books and, and just, that was like my Friday night. Yeah. Like, I, I, I miss it. I miss it so much. <laughs> like in just seeing the bookstores. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I go to the airport and I'm like, okay, my options here are people or, you know, it's like, <laughs> what happened to all the good magazines? Like yeah. even like yoga journal was fantastic for a very long time. Like I'm an avid yogi 
And then it just like, I don't even know what happened to it. It turned into like, you know, here's the latest, greatest yoga mat and here's a cool shirt. You know, it's like, it's missing the philosophy that I, that I, I I grew to love. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. I little uh, behind the scenes. I'm not, I don't know if I've ever said this maybe one or two times publicly, but I've written so many of my books at Barnes and Noble still, I'll still go back in the coffee shop because it's just like nostalgic for me. And it's, I have like vivid memories of me writing my books in the Barnes and Noble cafe. That's so, really hey, funny. Hey man, there's something about being around yeah. that, that literary energy. Yeah. yeah. Well, Hey, they might go away. You might not ever write again. I know it. We have to, we have to stop <laughs> this. Keep, keep, yeah. BN, keep BNN alive. My friend, where do people go to learn about all the science stuff, get the product, the, the synolytic product that we talked about? Where do they go? Neurohacker.com is the best spot. The Neurohacker Collective website is an amazing resource. There's lots of blog writing. There's monographs on ingredients. There are explanations about our formulations and all the science that went into them. So if you want to nerd out, you can certainly go there and nerd out. But you can also find all of our products on neurohacker.com. We're also on Amazon and then we're on all the social platforms as well. Awesome. And I have a code and a URL for everybody. I'll put it in the show notes, but everybody go to write this down. If you're not driving neurohacker.com slash Will Cole, neurohacker.com slash Will Cole. You can get up to hundred dollars off. Use code Will Cole, all one word, Will Cole for an extra 15% off. So thank you all. Honestly, you guys for, for doing that for the listeners. Awesome. Yeah. Happy, happy to do that. Come back anytime, my friend. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.